Hello and welcome to our crop insurance podcast hosted by Farm Credit Services of America, Frontier Farm Credit. This podcast includes trusted advisors who will focus on information you can apply to your own operation so you can make more informed decisions and ultimately take less risk and make more money. Welcome to our podcast today. I'm your host, Zane Taylor, and I'm joined by our guest, Alex Offerdahl of Watson Associates and our very own Craig Law. So we've invited these guests to help us understand margin protection and why you should consider this product for your operation. So we'll get into the topic here in just a minute, but Alex, let's start with you. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? My name is Alex Offerdahl and I am a farm and ranch kid from Northern Montana who unfortunately spent far too much of his life in graduate school. So I continue to help out and our operation in northern Montana, black cows, malt barley, uh, little spring wheat, little dry pea and lentil business, and also helping out with development of new crop insurance products. I went to Iowa State University and then uh, from there went on to Kansas State University and spent most of my time helping producers develop new types of crop insurance and making sure that those are available so they can manage their risk in a new and innovative way. All right. And uh, first, before I move on to Craig, let me ask, uh, what's your involvement with the introduction of margin protection? Well, I was part of the team that helped innovate and create margin protection. Margin protection is a fairly new plan of insurance. It's only been available since 2016, and it grew out of a graduate project. I was assigned by Dr. Art Barnaby at Kansas State University. I wrote a paper called, Why Can't I Insure Against My Production Cost? All the way back in 2002, when I first came back from school, I took over the financial side of our operation, and one of our big risks setting up our loan with farm credit was just exactly what our fertilizer and fuel costs were going to be. So in the fall, we went in and set up our budgets and got our loan secured, and then in 2002, you may recall, the Gulf War occurred, and suddenly the price of diesel tripled. Price of fertilizer almost doubled, and our budgets were completely blown out. Now, crop insurance has been available for revenue and for yield for a long time, but there was no way I could insure against increases in price. So I wrote this little paper, just sort of part whining and part offering some ideas on how we might insure against the cost of increasing fertilizer. And the paper was so great and enjoyed so much that I got a B minus from Dr. Barnaby on it. But here we are almost 20 years later, and the product has become widely available. A little over 7,000 of these things sold last year. It was a long and bumpy road, but the team, both from Watson Associates and also from a couple of the senior staff at that time at Iowa State University, put their heads together to develop this product. And my job was to sort of shepherd it through the process and finally get it approved. And then it's been changed and improved a couple of times since its introduction. And that was my responsibility as well. But you're not bitter about that B minus at all, are you? (laughs) It was. And Dr. Barnaby's a hard grader, without doubt, the lowest grade I got the whole time I was in grad school. Uh, And then I'll, um, let's introduce Craig. Craig, you're one of our agents, uh, one of our insurance services officers up in Webster City. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Craig Law here. I was getting a little nervous there for a little while after uh, that introduction from Alex, but after I hear that B minus, I feel a little bit better about myself. I, but I'm I'm kind of right in that B minus range sometimes with him too. So uh, I'm an insurance services officer um, out of our Webster City office. I actually uh, grew up on a farm not too far away. My dad still lives just down the road from me, and uh, my brother and my uncle take over the operation. So. Um, 
I help them out on the weekends and, and nights and weekends. Uh, they have primarily corn and soybean production. So it's um, it's kind of nice to have a little pulse on the on the farming side of it as well, not to see uh, what these guys are going through on, on a daily basis. So Craig, you've talked to a lot of our producers about margin protection. What would you say if you know we just had to do a poll? How many of our producers actually know about this product? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I think the education of it is really ramping up here from that side of it. We've really seen a kind of a, an expansion of the margin protection program here as of late, even as of last year. I really honestly think it's all based upon how much education has gone on. Trying to sit down with producers on a one-on-one basis because, you know, ultimately margin is what they're trying to ensure and what they're trying to protect. Yeah. A lot of our producers, I would make this assumption at least, know an awful lot about revenue protection or the, the standby multi-parallel crop insurance. So let me ask you this, Alex, since a lot of our producers understand revenue protection, tell us what is the primary difference between margin protection and RP or revenue protection? Well, excellent question. And there are a couple of primary distinctions that we need to think about. The first, and I think the one that annoys most crop insurance agents and producers as well, is the time of year when it's available. Unlike most traditional programs for corn and soybeans, where we have this March 15 cutoff, and we know that our projected price is going to be set between the first and the end of February, in margin protection, coverage actually goes into place on September 30th. And as a result, we're doing price discovery in the middle of the summer for a crop that we won't even plant until the following spring. So one of the critical distinctions is a much earlier price discovery period. That's important for a couple of purposes. The first is when producers are making their planning decisions, getting ready to lay out inputs, particularly if they're getting ready to do fall work, a lot of that corn soybean acreage decision is already being made. And as they're making that decisions, they're probably also thinking about their operating notes and the risk that they're going to incur that following spring. So allowing coverage to attach at that early period is a critical distinction, and that leads directly into the second critical distinction. Unlike revenue protection or really any other crop insurance that's available through federal crop insurance system, margin protection allows coverage against increase in production costs, particularly the production costs associated with fuel. Diesel is the primary driver there, and then urea and DAP and monoammonium phosphate if you're in a different um, part of the country, and then interest rate expenses. All of those are set as an expected value in the fall prior to producers' purchase of those. Then the final value is established the following spring when producers are actually applying those inputs. So the primary distinctions are the ability to insure against an increase in your production cost and the fact that you have to make that decision much earlier. There's a side benefit to making an earlier decision. We can talk about that in a minute. But having an earlier price discovery period and an earlier attachment point is both the greatest advantage and the greatest disadvantage of the margin protection product. Gotcha. And so, Craig, would you say that earlier price discovery period, uh, the producers that you've spoken to, do they find that that's a pretty big advantage? Yeah, that was a big driver for a lot of things on securing some business there earlier past year. You know, with your revenue protection policy, you basically get your projected price in the month of February, which Alex alluded to, but then you get another one there in October. So again, you get two prices to determine what your crop insurance guarantees are. Here, this is actually giving you a third one. There's also obviously some other advantages. You can protect up to the 95% coverage level. Yeah, the 95% one. I mean, there's a lot of 
customers out there, if you told them, hey, we'll reduce your deductible down to 5%, that's probably huge, I'm guessing. It, it really is. We always use the analogy. It's kind of like placing a bet on a football game. And we considered uh, placing the bet was in September, you know, when you had to determine whether you wanted margin protection. And then again, then you can go ahead and, and you don't have to place a bet till halftime when you get, let's say halftime we considered was that February, March, where you can purchase another, let's say a revenue based or your revenue protection policy in conjunction with that margin policy. So yeah, it's it's not an either or. It's not, I have to drop my revenue protection and, and just buy margin. I can buy both. And so Craig, have you sold both together? It, it really is. And that's that's the beauty of it. You know, like Alex and both Zane talked about, you, you don't have to be uh, pigeonholed to one or the other. You have the ability to, to have both. But then again, you're probably thinking, well, that's going to double my premium. Well, that's the nice thing about purchasing a margin protection policy is that you get a premium credit associated to that, which then you can actually pick up an 80 or an 85%, those higher levels, again, of insurance on your own acres, an individual plan to little cost. So you're not doubling up your premium at all by any means. That is ultimately the beauty of this policy. So Alex, uh, tell us a little bit, just how does margin protection work? Everyone understands that the amount of money I get to put into buying more land or maintaining my equipment or keeping up my family and my legacy is the difference between the revenue I earn and the cost that I spend. And that's what margin protection is designed to ensure. So I'll just kind of walk through in broad strokes how it's designed and how the timeline works. And then we can delve a little deeper in some of the benefits and advantages. Margin protection is an area-based plan of insurance. That means that the coverage is based on what happens on a county basis for the yield in particular. Historically, most of those yield information sets were provided to us by the National Ag Statistics Service and that survey that they do on an annual basis. Unfortunately, over time, those surveys have become less and less reliable as farmers have less and less time available to devote to them. So over the last couple of years, we've instead converted to using information provided by the Risk Management Agency. They are the government entity that collects all of the production data for every crop insurance report out there. So in the counties that Farm Credit Services of America and Frontier Farm Credit serves, we've got this tremendous data set. Every bushel that's insured in all of the counties that we serve, and gosh, there are a ton of them, are reported to the risk management agency. And those data get aggregated up and they become the county yields that we use. So where NAS data was three or four, or sometimes five producers in a whole county, the risk management agency data set instead is every single producer that bought crop insurance. And there are very few acres that don't have crop insurance on them at this point. So we've got this county yield and that allows us to do something pretty special. Because we're using county data instead of an individual data, we can actually go up to a 95% coverage level. So margin protection takes an expected revenue, that's an expected county yield, multiplied by a price that's discovered in the fall between August 15th and September 15th to get an expected revenue, and then subtracts off of that expected costs. And the costs that we're particularly tracking here are the costs of fuel like diesel and then fertilizer, particularly the costs associated with urea or if you're in one of the areas that uses it and hydrous ammonia, and then also the diammonium phosphate and the potash. Using those fertilizer inputs as well, we determine an expected cost. Expected revenue, less cost is margin, and that's the basis for coverage. So producers have a couple of different opportunities to lock in a floor. 
looking at the way the markets operate, there's traditionally a carry. That is a big price difference between the further out months and the more current months on the futures market. And we also see that play out in the basis all the time. Margin protection allows us to lock in a price when the carry is still strong. And generally we find that that fall price is better than what we realize even in the spring and certainly better than what we realize at harvest time. Thanks for that explanation. Craig, producers you talk to, how many of them are scared of an area-based plan and how do you mitigate that? Yeah, that's a great question. I think just coming into it, what guys just need to understand are several things with the group plan is, you know, we like to look at different things on whether area-based is the right fit for them. Several things we look at is, do they track with the county? Are they above them? Are they below them? Just having a good understanding of how that works will really put a grower at ease on okay, how am I going to get paid out? There's a lot of questions within that and just how it interacts with that in general. Also too, if you have a a revenue-based product, how will those two, like what Alex alluded to, how are those two going to interact and, and work together in case I am in a loss? So again, basically having all the cards laid out on the table is a great way to, to show people, you know, how this product has worked and actually put their mind at ease on how they're going to actually protect their own acres. Okay, so let me go back to Alex for a minute. So basically how this would play out is if I lock in this margin protection this fall, and then next spring, price of diesel, let's say it creeps back up pretty high, fertilizer, urea, you name it. And then we see a maybe a slight price decline, but that margin is squeezed. That's the triggering point, right? As long as that margin goes below 95%. That's exactly right. Margin protection is designed specifically to look at those three variables that help shape the number of dollars we have left to spend at the end of a crop year. If we see something that reduces commodity price, reduces yield, or increases production costs, all those things work together to, as you said, squeeze the margin. And if that margin is reduced by 5%, then we start paying an indemnity to the producer for the difference. So it's designed to cover us from all of the major sources of risk. Now, this is a federally subsidized policy. Is that right? That is correct. That means that it's available from every insurance company in the country, and your farm credit agent can help you purchase that from a variety of different, what they call AIPs or approved insurance providers. And because it's a federal crop insurance product, it also has a substantial premium subsidy associated with it. For every dollar we pay in premium for a policy like margin protection, the federal government pays another about dollar in subsidy so that our dollar is matched and that really allows us to leverage the coverage that's available to us through a policy like margin protection. Yeah, Alex, you hit the nail on the head there. You're, I mean, it's very leveraged from that side of it and being highly subsidized. That's just another point of why we feel uh, it is very attractive to growers and to take advantage of that. All right, Craig, well, give us an example of a customer that you sold margin protection to. I sat down with a few growers here last September, just talked to them, kind of explained a little bit of it, kind of some high level things on what we uh, needed to look at. But that 95% coverage level really hammered home with the producers, you know, in in times of of uncertainty and and fluctuations in the market, like we've seen here lately, an 85% coverage level from revenue protection is still a great policy. It really is. But when you ratchet that up to a 95 for the same premium as what you're paying, even though it's an area-based product, so you're not insuring those own acres. I had some brothers that purchased it. They thought about it and they just said, why wouldn't we do this? And so I'll fast forward to to February. I met with them the end of February after the, the projected price was established. 
They ended up purchasing an 80% RP policy that they could secure insurance on their own acres on an optional unit basis. So we had all the bases covered in case of anything that was coming up from a disaster. They could hit any replants, but then also they secured a higher price with the margin protection. And in case uh, with a lower price, it's just going to trigger that much quicker at a 95% coverage level. I don't remember what the margin protection discovery price last year was for corn. Do you know what that is off the top of your head? Yeah, that was a 403 price on corn. And I believe on beans, it was $9.30. I got to tell you, 403 looks pretty good against where we sit today. So you don't need a 95% coverage level to expect an indemnity uh, with that sort of price difference. And we're looking at many of these policies are deep, deep in the money, even if we have an normal yield this year, just based on the way the markets have moved since those policies went into place. Yeah. So we're just simply triggering on price, you know, forget about all the inputs as well. Is that right, Alex? Well, we are, but it's worth noting that this year, uh, lightning struck twice. Not only are we sort of triggering on price in terms of where we've seen the commodity price move, but we've also seen some pretty substantial reductions in input costs. Diesel is less than half of where it was. Mm -hmm. So ironically, this policy designed to protect us against increases in costs also takes into account the decreases in cost. Our commodity prices have fallen like a rock, but so have our production costs. Now they haven't kept up with each other, but we're actually seeing a bit of a credit from the cost side as costs have fallen so sharply. Producers are looking at about $120 an acre indemnity if they have normal yields right now, and this is where we end up for a harvest price. But if we hadn't been considering that production cost at all, they'd be looking at about $150 indemnity. So it makes a big difference. So Craig, what are some other things producers should consider whether they're a good candidate for this product? Yeah, there are several, several things that I look at here. You know, I mean, I'll just maybe list out as one, you know, do I track with the county? Two, do I like the flexibility of two policies? And I think most of us would say yes at that point, you know, and three, do I consistently purchase high levels of crop insurance? Four, do I like incorporating and protecting uh, margins? If you said yes to any of those or all those, I, I honestly think that margin protection is obviously a, a policy that growers need to look at. Well, if I'm farming today, I think what I'm looking at is if I can only get 85% today, that means I've got, I mean, a 15% deductible out there. And as we all know, that's not going to be insuring at a break even. So if I end up having a loss, more than likely, I'm going to be tapping into the, the working capital of my operation. So is it sufficient to say that this could at least perhaps get me up to more of a break even point? Yeah, you know, each individual grower is different. And that's what we're trying to do is obviously ensure a break even or at least get as close to as we possibly can. And this is, this is the wave of the future. The only way to really know what makes sense for you is to sit down and do the math. And it turns out that Farm Credit Services America and Frontier Farm Credit have the best tools in the world for doing that math. We've got exclusive tools that allows us to look at that producer's own history to see whether or not they track with the county. And if they do, what that means for them specifically. How would this policy have performed for me over the last 20 years? What can I expect this policy to do over the next 200 years? So contact your local farm credit agent then if you want to see Optimum and how that could play out for you. We find in agriculture, and we wouldn't do this job if we weren't optimists, that we're always looking for an opportunity for some upside. 
And margin protection isn't so much about assuring us upside as it is about making sure that the worst thing that can happen to us is we get that fall price. As of right now, what we're saying is the worst price we can get for our crop insurance is $3.65. That's where the December of 21 future sits right now. Now that's not a great price. I don't think any of us got into farming hoping to make $3.63. But on the other hand, think about the downside risk that we are putting aside with a program like this. If the worst thing that could happen to us this year was $3.63, I think we'd all be sleeping a lot easier. We hope for the best, but we're getting ready to plant a ginormous corn crop. We're looking at a 4 billion bushel carryout. That'll be the most we've seen back to the supply control days of the battle 80s. Margin protection is designed to allow us to say, the worst thing that can happen to me is 95% of the margin I've got available to me here in the fall. We hope that things get better and we hope that we never collect a crop insurance indemnity. But if we do, let's get a crop insurance indemnity that allows us to farm for another year and try it again. That's well said, Alex. I appreciate it. Well, I want to thank both Craig and Alex for being here with us today. Remember that your crop insurance policy gives you a guaranteed minimum crop insurance revenue and that nothing else in farming guarantees you money. So again, Craig, Alex, thanks. I think we all learned quite a bit about margin protection today. Again, uh, reach out to your local Farm Credit Services of America or Frontier Farm Credit agent, and that way you can learn a little bit more about this policy. I want to thank our listeners, and thank you for joining us today.